Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Trader Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. That, oh, that was a that was a short and sharp one. Threw you off that one, didn't it? <laughs> this week we are we're jumping on a horse, putting our cowboy hats on, and we're heading over to Texas for a, a barbecue treat. I, I was not clear on where you were going to begin with, but I know, I know what you well, mean. I, I was going to start with hogtie, but I thought that might be a bit extreme. So Yeah, I'm just glad you didn't start with a yee-haw and, you know. Yeah, I thought there's only so much, so much I can get away with on this show. <laughs> oh, I feel like that's enough. Maybe, I mean, I could have maybe jumped on um, the oil, the Dallas, obviously the, the show, Who Shot JR. <laughs> Oh yeah, I don't really know much about that. I just know, I just know the thing of like you know who shot Jr. Blah blah blah. You know, by the Simpsons, obviously. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but this week is the first week in our seven years of recording podcasts that we're going to be primarily talking about a theme park that sits outside of Disney Universal or SeaWorld, and is a theme park we've actually never been to, but is relevant. So uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. So, big news this week. Mm. Well, big news if you're if you're a fan of the theme parks in the states. Uh, Cedar Fair and Six Flags are about to merge. It's going to be happening by kind of early next year if things go to plan. And it does mean, I mean, it's there's a huge, um, a huge number of parks which I had in front of me a second ago and have now lost. Um, like I think 20 27, I think you said before. Yeah, 27 theme parks, like multiple water parks, all kind of merging under one name, which is just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, 27 amusement parks, 15 water parks, and nine resorts across North America. Um, six flags, one of the six flags, it's definitely on my list of, of places I want to go to, but I didn't re- quite realize that. Cedar Fair and Six Flags own that many parks between them. Who who's got? Do you know who's got the, like the lion's share of that twenty seven? Six Flags. I I would assume it's Six Flags. I haven't really heard of Cedar Point and um, Cedar Fair, but I have heard of Six Flags. So, yeah, I think it is Six Flags, but I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. 
So they are combining to form a, a super group, which I'm sure is sending chills down the the board members at Universal, well, Comcast and Disney. Not. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see, like, collectively, how many people, how many visitors Six Flags gets compared to Disney. I think I just had those numbers in front of me, which, I again, I have now just lost. Um, <laughs> it was it was sm- smaller than I thought. Okay. Ah, oh, 48, 48 million guests. What collectively? In collectively, the new entity, which entertained forty eight million guests last year, will form a new twelve member board post merger. For those of you, oh, that so, so that's that's forty eight million between Cedar Fair yep. and Six Flags combined. Um, because yeah. I think Disney World what attracts about what twenty million a year. Not no, sorry, not Disney World. Magic Kingdom attracts like twenty million a year, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. Um, seventeen million last year was Magic Kingdom. Okay. So yeah, and that's that's one park, one of the four parks in Disney World, let alone Disneyland as well. Yeah. If we're yeah, just talking, exactly. just talking North American parks. So an average annual attendance of a, across Walt Disney World is fifty-eight million. Okay, so that doesn't include Disneyland as well. Obviously, Disneyland's going to be going to be less. But um, so with, just with those four parks, they well they attract more parks and, and Disney Springs. I would assume they've bracketed into that. Oh, uh, maybe, maybe. Um, Certainly yeah. the water parks. I don't know about Disney Springs, but so yeah, with with those then. It's uh, it's already already over the twenty seven. Um, plus, however many water parks she said, I can't quite remember. Yeah, so well, yeah, it's already over all of that combined, um, which yeah. is mad. Yeah. It's just mad. Like that is how big Disney is. I don't think this is a threat to to Disney or Universal, but it it might do some some good for both of the, uh, both of these parts combined because you know they'll be able to improve operations, all that kind of boring stuff. Um, you know, and more competition is good for for everyone. I think. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess it doesn't it doesn't really change anything, does it? From like, from obviously a, a consumer perspective, um, obviously that all the parks are still there, and yeah. even from even from like Disney's perspective, Disney Universal's perspective, it's kind of like, well, there's still there's still the same amount of competition as there was before. It's just yeah, obviously yeah. the you know the the structure behind the scenes has changed, um, which, as you say, might make it more stable. Because I got the impression that Six Flags uh, were struggling a little bit. Yes, probably post COVID. Um, so, so we thought, you know, given the news, we'd do a poor reviews episode. There are obviously many parks that we've discovered to, to potentially do this on, but we've we got twenty seven weeks of content. There we go. <laughs> sorted. Yeah. Yeah. As the uh, as the woman at Disneyland Paris would say, salted, salted. So, we thought we'd start at the beginning for Six Flags at least uh, with Six Flags over Texas, which opened in um, nineteen sixty one, August the fifth, nineteen sixty one, and funny enough, was inspired after um, a wealthy real estate developer. Shocker for Texas, I know. Um, <laughs> called Angus J. Wynn Jr., of course he was, 
Um, he went to Disneyland and thought that Texas could do with a similar park. Because he didn't want to have to travel so far. Yeah. He wanted to beat his beloved Texas. Yeah, exactly. So, we, yeah, with the backing of various New York investors, construction began in August 1960, and it opened in August 1961. I mean, that's a pretty quick turnaround. But I, I, I mean... Get some of those builders over to Disney straight away. Yeah. <laughs> Although I'm guessing it probably wasn't quite as big as it is now. No, I don't think so. It was just like a merry-go-round and uh, a coconut shy. Yeah, probably. Oh, well, there's probably a gun booth or something because it is Texas. So, Yeah, like jump in a, jump in a pond of oil or something. Yeah. How did it say... I'm just thinking of the park attendance reached 8,374. Admission cost $2.75, which was equivalent to $27 last year, and $2.25 for children. Parking cost 50 cents. Hamburgers cost 35 cents. Soft drinks, 10 cents. And I mean, all I can say there is what a a day to be alive that was. I it, it I mean what's interesting is it costs you can get um what is it you can get a burger for less than the cost of parking. Yeah. I mean I suppose cent- you can I suppose you can get today because if like compared to like Disney Universals, their parking is ridiculous, isn't it? Twenty five dollars. So yeah, yeah, it is. That still applies actually, doesn't it? But it just goes to show, I mean, thirty five cents equivalent to three dollars last year for a burger. I mean can you imagine I mean Three dollars for a burger. I mean, I don't know how much is there now, but I'd wager it's probably ten dollars. Yeah, if not a little bit more. Just mad. See, this is why the older generations they didn't realize how good it good they had it. (laughs) Yeah, but they didn't have Tron, did they? No, they didn't have Tron. That is true. Yeah, yeah. Sucks to be them. <laughs> right, let's get into some reviews. I'm I'm sharing my screen by the way. I, I, that really threw me when it, it it flashed. Okay, yeah, it was just so I can see you while I'm reading out the review. I'm not sure why you'd want to, but okay. Well, I, I can gauge your reaction. You know, <laughs> okay, okay. Immersiveness for the guest, uh, for the guests, for the listeners. See, I'm I'm properly immersed in Six Flags already. <laughs> so we're weeding out Google reviews for Six Flags Over Texas. There is rated 4.3 out of 5 with just under 35,000 reviews. So it's a lot of reviews and reviewed very well. Let's see what the nutcases have to say. First one is from, I mean, it's a good start. Rhea YouTubes. I don't think that's her last name. No. I wouldn't say I mean- so. It's America, Ryan. It could be. Could be nowadays, I suppose. Um, She says, if I could give a zero star, I would. I mean, how many of these start with that? One opener. That's a classic opener, isn't it? It, That's that's one of your classic bingo cards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're playing along with Poor Reviews Bingo, that is one right there. There were multiple people out there and their system was down, which caused them to have uh, have to give manual security checks, pat-downs, one at a time. Instead of getting some people to come up to the gate and help, they only had one person. 
They had people passing out because of heat exhaustion and were depriving us of emptying our bladders. We stood out there for for a good two, almost three hours, and we never made it into the park. They act like they didn't care for their visitors slash customers. It's sad and they should be ashamed. Oh, I see. Okay, because there's three pictures of just a crowd of people. And I was I wasn't really sure where, where they were going with that review. Um so they they're, what they're saying is the system went down and apparently yeah. in all of the park they have one security guy guy who is able to do pat downs and every single guest going into the park is going through that guy. Apparently so. I mean I find that very hard to believe. I find that hard to believe because it's like, well, surely these people haven't paid yet to go into the park and so you you would think that they would want to be getting people in as fast as they can um, yeah and what was the what was the other thing and and were depriving us of emptying our bladders i mean i'm not sure they were because i mean you if you know if you really needed to go you just leave the i was going to say queue but it doesn't really look like a queue it's just a mass of people you just go on the floor don't you i mean sorry you leave the queue yeah <laughs> Yeah, that that sounds. I mean, if that actually happens, that is chaos. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that one guy turning up for work that day. He's like, "Oh, love these new, love this new system. I don't have to do anything." All goes down. He's like, "Oh, damn it." Depends if he really enjoys the pat downs, though. Yeah, maybe that was the problem. Maybe that's why it took so long. Yeah, yeah. Next guest, please. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. These security <laughs> checks are deep. <laughs> next one from andrew hixenberg says this is by far the worst theme park in the western hemisphere that's quite a claim i mean the overall the overall score for the reviews would suggest otherwise but so much so that even the people that work here hate it you can see it on their miserable faces the rides are, are poorly maintained and have frequent closures. When I complained about this to customer relations, their supervisor proudly said the rides were unsafe. I'm sure they didn't say that. <laughs> Seems very surprising that they would say that. Yeah, yeah just imagine going to the supervisor and be like, yeah, I, I've got a complaint about the park. Oh, it's okay. The, the rides are unsafe anyway. <laughs> yeah. If you go on another one, yeah. you'll probably be dead. Like, yeah, you don't want to be riding these. You know, they're really unsafe. Yeah, um, don't bother. I feel like they probably said something like uh, I, I feel like they will probably have said something along the lines it's for safety that they've had to close it or whatever like that and then the person is just like interpreted that that as that as they're unsafe yeah yeah, yeah. the park is filled with garbage and the staff walks right over it while holding a broom in one hand but paying attention to their cell phones in the other I waited 45 minutes just to order food that was severely overpriced and made me sick I mean, this, guy, this guy's dramatic, isn't he? He's, uh, oh, yeah. oh, we're getting some, we're getting some all caps coming up. Yeah, I, I will shout that bit. I also had one of their bingo stampers explode all over me, ruining my shorts and staining my legs. And their customer relations supervisor wouldn't even let me finish telling her about my experience before interrupting me and then walking away without resolution. Zero customer service. Uh, what's a bingo stamper? I mean, I'm assuming it's one of these ink, like, dobbing things, you know, you would... Um, what, so like, for, like, re-entry or something? Well, I don't, I, I don't know what they mean about it in this context. Yeah. 
because I because you know I when you think of a bingo stamp, I'm assuming he means like a bingo card sort of thing, the thing that you would like. You get these yeah, like, I, I don't yeah, know, well, you stick in a bit of ink. Um, yeah, yeah, or the yeah, they they've got ink in them, I think. Um, so, so I thought that that's something like because Disney used to get stamped back in the day for re-entry. Yeah, yeah. I would surprise they still did this. Oh, because they say it's one of their bingo stamps. I mean, I'm assuming they don't have. Uh, I'm assuming one of the attractions isn't bingo. I mean that <laughs> bingo stamp the ride. Yeah, that that. I mean, that feels like something that they'd have in the UK theme park. But yeah, can you imagine? Can you imagine that in um, Bognor or something? Jeez. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they have that in in Bognor. Well, um, well, but I don't know. There'd be a significant number of. Old age pensioners just dying on the ride through excitement. <laughs> but I mean, at least the picture is making more sense now because again, there's a picture with just a pair of knees covered yes. in like green, some sort of a green liquid. Yeah, it does so, look like one of the teenage mutant ninja turtles has just like cut himself all over him. Yeah, I'm glad you went. I'm glad you went with cut himself. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, well, only I, because we, we don't know what other bodily fluids looked like from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> true, true. And I'm glad. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't really know. I, I don't understand the context of what the bingo stamper has to do with Six Flags, but... No, I, I don't know either. I mean, some, someone who will probably write and write to us and tell us. As, as a slight segue outside of theme parks which is very unlike us bingo it's got to be on the way out hasn't it i can't imagine myself playing bingo when i'm in my 70s i feel like it's got to be right like especially as well because obviously you used to get like bingo halls didn't you like we still got one in our town we still have i think we've probably got multiple don't we but you know we are where you know the old go to die um so I, but they got to be they got to be going out because obviously you got like online bingo as well now online bingo yeah so like i'm sure that i'm sure i'm sure there's plenty of people that have that have switched particularly in covid going from uh physical bingo to virtual bingo also there's just better things to do right like when i'm old i'm just going to well, be like i'll jump on I... xbox talk, talk to you like i don't have to leave the house get uber eats delivered because the yeah. whole reason to go to a bingo hall is to socialise. I don't need to leave the house to do that. <laughs> True. True. I, I, I was I was talking sort of generational, like in terms of our generation, is probably less likely to be it, play it at all. Well, well, okay. So this is interesting. Okay. Well, maybe it's not that interesting, but <laughs> I I used to do some work for a a well known bingo company. I thought you were going to say you were a frequent bingoer. I was a yeah a bingo bongo bingoer. You're a frequent dobber. <laughs> I have my I have, I've got a whole cupboard of bingo stampers actually. <laughs> when one of those goes off, it, you got it like a special really belt for them, <laughs> a Batman utility belt, but for yeah. bingo dobbers. Okay. And the average age, I, I from memory was mid thirties. Really? Okay. But this is online bingo. Only online bingo. Mm. I'm not allowed to share who it was because NDAs and you know all that kind yeah. of stuff. I, I mean, I can understand the 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 online sort of average age being less. Um, it was yeah. it was mid mid thirties usually um, 
I'm not going to say a specific sex, uh, but the type of person that would probably watch this morning, um, <laughs> shall we say? <laughs> Surely that would have been just been better to say the sex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. Yeah, probably. I've not helped myself there at all, really. No, but... I don't feel like you have. I don't feel like you have. No. No. Um, anyway, what's all that? Like the sex that Phil would be interested in. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a couple of uh, bingo phrases that uh, sure, sure the digits one through sixteen is is very interesting for for Phil. <laughs> Again, can't say his last name probably for legal reasons, but it may or may not have something to do with the show we were just talking about. <laughs> who who knows? Who knows? Uh, yeah, you can interpret it how you wish. Yes, exactly. Um. Anyway. Andrew says, was his name Andrew? Yes, he was. This is not a theme park. This is a carnival slash circus that is operated and maintained by lazy children that don't know the first thing about safety, quality, or customer service. Do not waste your money here. I mean, I feel I like mean, they do know something about safety because they close the rides for whatever reason. That's true. And actually, yeah. I think based on his shorts, it that, that explosion of bingo fluid has done him a favour. Those, short, those shorts are dreadful. <laughs> the, the the very small amount that you can see, it 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 doesn't bode well. No, it's not good. It's a couple of stripes on your shorts. What are you doing, mate? And and a load of green ink, but now. So yes, exactly. Uh, Fabian Perdomo, Perdomo. Okay. This is not a park intended. Ah. For... What's happened? <laughs> I clicked on a picture for his review. It's not a picture; it's a video, and it started oh. like it started playing. Oh, I don't okay. know where it came. It was it, oh, it must have came out of the headphones. It was really loud. Yeah. yeah. All you've done there is is uh, interrupt the, the podcast for no reason at all. <laughs> for a split second, I was like, "Where is that coming out from?" I wasn't sure if it was coming out of speakers. This is not a park intended for kids five or below or family plans. You can only enjoy the shooting water and and couple attraction when they are not down. Besides that, they have attractions only for grown-ups. The food is horrible and overpriced. The soda plastic jar tastes like flat soda because it's only syrup soda bag products. What's syrup soda bags? Uh, I don't know. The so the soda plastic jar tastes like flat soda. Okay. Okay. You rather go and spend time there with your kids and pay your food money somewhere else. Be ready to wait a long line while the summer starts. Don't forget to bring your umbrella, sunscreen, and drinks to prevent any issue. What a hot mess that review is. <laughs> that absolute state, wasn't it? I don't even know. Like, all I've got from that is the soda was flat, and there's not many rides for families. Which yeah. I mean, I've never been to Six Bags, but I could have told you that. Yeah, like surely, surely uh, we've said this before. Like, why would you go somewhere and not know what's there and whether it's going to accommodate your family? Exactly. Like, in, in the very short time that we spent looking at the the park from like Google Maps, there's some really big rides there. Exactly. I mean, this is it. Like, so I'm, I would take Piper and Phoenix to. Drusillas or Chessington mm -hmm. before I would take them to Thorpe Park. I mean, that, that's common sense. I mean, yeah. And that take that would take all of 
two minutes research on Google to find that information. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, Legoland yeah. even. Legoland as well, of course. Yeah. It it just it just baffles me that it's like some people are just like they it's almost like they've come here with no idea what was there and they're just like, yeah. Oh, oh, this this isn't gonna accommodate my family where we have more than one child below the age of five. Yeah. You you, you check these things for sure. You should be. Fabian doesn't, Ryan. Fabian, Fabian doesn't. doesn't. And he likes a lot of fizz to his soda. Uh, yes, and less syrup by the sounds of it. Yeah. Uh, Ken Davis says, over $400 to get the family in as we waited in line for 2.30, 2 hours 13, for a ride just to find out they closed it for maintenance and nobody told us. Well, they let you in the queue and you just queued outside. I don't know. I... I assume they're talking about the ride queue and not the actual like queue to get into the park, but yeah. But then why would they suddenly close it for maintenance? Maintenance is maybe the wrong word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't imagine. I assume I assume he means like yeah, it's gone down for a for a technical issue rather than they're just yeah. like middle of the day. They're just like oh, it's going to go go down for maintenance oh, for a couple oh, of weeks. That's post for the next three months. Yeah, yeah. We went to the next big ride and same thing. Uh, then we got some thunder and they closed everything except the kids' rides. Our youngest was 16, not the rides we were looking for. These are the rides. That's interesting. That contradicts Fabian. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. We rode two rides and they were not high on our list but wanted to ride something. We basically paid $400 and walked around for nine hours, hoping something good would reopen. We will never go back again. Might as well just toss the money out of the car window as we drove by and stayed in the air-conditioned car. What a waste of a day. Also had to drive five hours from Arkansas, Arkansas. Yeah. to get yeah. there and rented a hotel. Uh, we had more fun in their pool. Oh, drive Sorry, I'm like, okay. I'm going through like a, am I going to sneeze or not? <laughs> a little bit of cold. I mean, I find it hard to believe that you can go to a park for nine hours and only ride two things. Yeah. With kids that age, yeah, like I don't feel like you would wait two and a half hours. I I wouldn't wait two and a half. Like it's it's not the, these things. That I'm going to assume. I'm going to assume that the rides aren't new that they're queuing for. Yeah. So like two and a half hours is a heck of a wait for something that's not new. It is. It is. I mean, I've only waited. I think I waited three hours, maybe three and a half hours when Harry Potter first opened for Forbidden Journey. I think I waited probably about three hours for Flight of Passage. Yeah. But that was mostly because it was down for like an hour at the beginning of the park, beginning of the day. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so some of it some of it wasn't actually like queuing yeah. as such. Uh, I do remember... My when when we when we just when we were on the trip actually just recently, we my parents, well my parents as I said last time it it was my mum because my dad doesn't have a phone, um was saying well they were saying that um Velocicoaster had gone down should they get out of the queue, and we were like no 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 just wait just wait and see if it goes back up, mm-hmm. and they waited and my mum shared some quite strong words afterwards, right it was because she found it so intense oh i see okay 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 i thought you i thought (laughs) 
I thought you she was complaining about the fact that it wasn't work running. No, uh, my dad enjoyed it, but I don't think my mum... My, my mum thought it was good, but I don't think she'd ever go on it again. Right, okay. Bit to it. I mean, I can understand. It is quite an intense ride. Yeah. Yeah, my, they, I don't think they both thought they were going to die. <laughs> uh, Amber H, who's a local guy, Dan. Yeah. yeah, I think this is probably the first one, isn't it? Yeah, although she has left 147 reviews with 295 photos. Yeah, so at least I feel like it's somewhat justified. Um, yeah. And this one's only from a week ago. So there you go. Off the press. Uh, so Amber says Six Flags is now just a money pit. Welcome to all theme parks around the world, Amber. Yeah. Uh, with low quality, overpriced food and incredibly long lines, 60 plus minutes. Whoa. Let alone the 30 plus minutes to get into the park entrance. The majority of the bathroom stall doors are all broken and all the bathrooms smell awful. If you remember, they have increased your monthly fee, taken away privileges, and the customer service from more than half the park are extremely rude who only seem to want to roll their eyes. That was all one sentence. Fright Fest this year was such a huge letdown. If you have kids and hope to purchase the game passes, they no longer have those. Every game starts at a minimum of 5 to $10, and there are no complimentary prizes for younger children for trying. I hope that these past few experiences were just blips, and this isn't how the park will continue to be. It sounds like half this park is just like a carnival. Yeah. I, I I mean, I don't know what their Fright Fest kind of event is or, you know, of what it consists of. Um, but interestingly, you have to pay for games. And what games are they? Yeah, As you say, I, I assume like they're sort of carnival-y games. games. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gonzalo Avalano... Uh, so I bought a season pass in July, went to Six Flags this Saturday, October 23rd, uh, 20, 25th, 21th, 21th. <laughs> 21th, yeah, that's how he's done it, 21th. <laughs> October 21th. Uh, and when I got to the entrance where they scan your pass, the lady tells me it's, it's expired. Well, not surprised because you're telling her um, you bought <laughs> it on it, on the Ju- July the, the, the 2nd. So... <laughs> I mean, this guy doesn't even know how to write the, the 21st, so I don't know if he knows it's, what it year. It doesn't well, does it? Yeah. No. I tell her I just got it three months ago. How can it be expired? The season's not even over. Then she tells me, you might want to check it out with customer service, which the line to customer service was ridiculously long. I ended up leaving. So frustrating. So we don't we don't know what ever happened to his season pass. Well, like... we knew he bought it in like 2019. Yeah, he probably did, but because it, it it seems strange that you'd be like, "Oh, I've come here for the day. I have a season pass." Yeah, but I'm not going to queue up for customer service to actually like yeah. find out what the problem is. I'm just going to go home. Yeah, that's very odd, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, and obviously, I, I, I imagine in Texas, nothing is anything longer than like a forty-five minute drive. As like it's a, it's going to be a significant drive to get there in the first place. Oh, well. I see. Yeah, yeah. Like even if you're, if you have a season pass, it's probably still not. A, it's not a short drive. No, I can't imagine because they could be well, potentially they could be anywhere in Texas, I guess. But yeah. Uh, Ivan Glushkov says, um, "I explicitly asked names today." Eh? I know. 
I explicitly asked the cashier what is the online price. She told me she did not know. I paid 100 US dollars with tax for an entry ticket. Only credit cards are accepted. This is not announced anywhere. There is an app for the waiting times. It does not work. There is no way to tell how much you would be on the queue, even once you're in the queue. It was approximately one hour per ride for me. There are no paper maps anywhere to find, even though there's a huge place for them. The only two rides worth seeing are Titan and the new Texas Giant. Never again in Six Flags. What's he never doing again in Six Flags? I don't. I don't understand. He said. He said. He asked the cashier what the online price is. Why well, does that make a difference? She's not going to go. Oh, it's seventy dollars, and and just because you've asked, you can pay it. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand what what's what was that going to achieve? Like, if you wanted to know the online price, why didn't you look up the online price before you got there? Like, yeah, or do it on your phone when you're in the in the queue. You know. Yeah. How, how is how is asking the cashier going to help you? Because they won't sell you that price because you're not buying the ticket online. You're buying the ticket at the gate. Yeah. And they're bound to charge you more at the gate. So it's like. I don't understand what he was trying to achieve. No, some people are just odd, Dan. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming the no paper maps thing is probably a, like, you know, green environment thing, you know, because they probably, you. there's probably an app. I mean, they said, yeah, he said there's an app. I'm assuming there's a map on the app. A map on the app. A map map app. An app map. App map. Yeah. App map. Um, Eric McGayer, McGaha, McGayer, All for the rides, uh, all 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 of the rides. I think it's supposed to say we wanted to experience were closed for some reason or another. We waited in line for Runaway Mountain. I wonder what that's trying to rip off. Uh, <laughs> only to be told it's been shut down when we got to the end of the line. Most of the bigger thrill rides were chained off. My kids and I were pretty disappointed. We purchased two daily meal plans. This was supposed to allow us a meal or snack every 90 minutes. Who needs that? I Surely they can't mean a meal every 90 minutes. I, I mean, they are in Texas. I, I, yeah, but still. Right? I mean, that's a lot. <laughs> My parents have done the um, like the full deluxe Disney dining plan before. Yes. And and like, which I think I've said before, and my mum my was just like, it's too much food. It's yeah. too much. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how people will get through that like volume. It's. I think from memory, it's. It was at the time two snacks, and two sit down meals and a quick service. I think. Right, which is like. I mean, obviously, if you did like a sit down in the morning for breakfast and a sit down in the di- for dinner, then you still have to. You still got quick service. You got. Yeah, you like. You you gen- genuinely don't need the quick service. And then you've got two snacks as well. Yeah, yeah. In between those, like, oh, yeah. The only way I can see it being really beneficial <laughs> is if you're there for a few days and you're only eating, like, La Celia or the Boathouse that at the time were, like, two-credit restaurants. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, like, for someone in, like from the UK, like, there's no way you'd use that food. No, no. It's just, it's just an insane volume, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a mistake was made by the cashier when I paid, I guess, because when we tried to use it for the next meal, we were told we don't have the meal plan. My bank account was charged the price of the meal plans, but we couldn't use it. Customer service was not helpful and basically said there's nothing they can do. We will not be returning to Six Flags over Texas. I mean, that's insane. 
if that actually happened. Yeah, if that happened, that's like, well, taking my money for a service I haven't got. Yeah, like you would definitely, you would definitely take that further. Um, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, like without a doubt. Um, it, it's interesting how there's been multiple comments about the customer service being really bad. Yeah, like almost every review so far. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not good, is it? Uh, Fabiano Senna says they charged me ninety bucks and didn't tell me that not even twenty five percent of the attractions were working. Don't lose your money or time. I mean, again, that... it's another it's another thing that's come up quite a lot about the attractions being closed. Yeah, um, I don't know because he's he's up, he's got several pictures, and they just kind of show closed rides. I think. Yeah, but how can I? It does feel like a lot of the rides here were shut a lot of the time. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. I mean, this was this was in February. Um. So whether they, I mean, whether they I don't even, open all the rides at times, but I don't know. Even even the response from them is pretty bad. They've said. What day were you in the park, Fabiano? We did not receive other complaints like yours over the past three-day weekend, but we'll check it with the park. So you've got no idea, basically. <laughs> what do you mean, check it with the park? You are the park. Yeah. I- I'm imagining they've got one customer service team that's replying to these reviews somewhere in the country. Yeah, probably. Um, I mean, that seems very... It-, it does seem very strange if, like, so many attractions are closed on, it, on any given day. Um, yeah. It does make you wonder why. Like, obviously, this was February, so whether there was like a weather problem that day, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's it. it in all the pictures, the sky is quite grey, but I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad weather. No, that's true. Sorry, I just had to mute for a sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Caitlin Stanley says, spent $200 to walk around. Took over an hour just to park. That's because everyone in Texas has got 18 wheels, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't understand how it can take an hour to park. I don't don't get that. I just imagine everyone everyone is like the guy from The Simpsons with his his cowboy hat and two pistols. <laughs> maybe maybe they're just having like arguments in the car park about like who's parking where and you know one of their trucks is taking up four spaces or something. Yeah, that's that's gotta be it, isn't it? I don't know what that character's name is. I don't know either. I don't Do they do they ever reference his name? They've got to. They they must do at some point, right? But Oh, he, he, I think I've got him. Oh, he's just called the Rich Texan. Oh, <laughs> so I feel like they. I feel like surely if he's just called the Rich Texan, they probably don't ever refer to his name. No, I, as far as I can see, uh, <laughs> although that he speaks and acts like a Texan, the Rich Texan is actually from Connecticut. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Burns once called him Shady Bird Johnson. Okay. <laughs> He's an active member of the Springfield Republican Party. Of course he is. 
Yeah. What what weird bits of like backstory about him? Like he's he's a member of the Republican Party, which makes sense. Um, and he's but he's from Connecticut. Yeah. How random is that? Yeah, he's literally his name, the rich Texan. They've never bothered to name him. There you go. There you go. Who's Cowboy Bob? Oh, he's the <laughs> RV salesman. So they've named him. <laughs> I think he's appeared, he appeared in one episode. Well, but they never named the actual Texan. Keep keeping him mystery. Yeah, the mystery Texan man. Uh, had hopes to see the park decorated, but wasn't very impressed. Bought tickets for the haunted houses, only to have to, a forty-five minute wait for each one. Very let down. And just so you know, one chili cheese dog at Granny's Grill is fourteen dollars. <laughs> I'm not being funny. I don't want to be buying anything from Granny's Grill. I don't know what it is about that name that just made me laugh. Well, the fact um, that you get like ominous-looking footlongs coming out of Gra- Granny's Grill is <laughs> uh, is not great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's just a joke that um, would land um, well in the in the UK. I don't know, but I mean, there was wasn't there another restaurant that I commented on before? Before, before we... yeah. yeah. It was like in the, it was within the park. Uh, there's one called Macho Nacho. Oh, it's it's Dry Hole Charlie's. Yeah, Dry Hole Charlie's and Granny's Grill. Granny's Grill. Um, yeah, I mean, I, to be fair, like forty five minutes for a haunted house doesn't not seem bad. too bad. Like compar- bad. comparatively to to um, Universal. Yeah. 45 minutes is not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, we'll read a couple more. The next one is from Dusty Pack. Could it be? It could be a restaurant name, that, to be fair. It could be. It could be. Uh, very poor customer service. Closed four hours early over a 30-minute storm with no compensation offered. Staff didn't even tell the customers. Just started shutting down the rides. They kept the games and food open to continue to milk the guests for more money. Not a good experience at all. I mean, you could say that the other way around of of they were keeping things open that weren't impacted by the storm to entertain the guests. Yes, yes, you could say that. You could the thing say is, that. I, I I imagine this place during a bad storm, they don't have an awful lot of staff to make sure that all rides can open properly. That seems like that this is the case. Yeah. So maybe they just go, oh well, it's storm now, and we only do one check at the start of the day, so that's it now. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. He says something about four hours closed for four hours early. I don't know. Like, did the entire park close four hours early? No, it doesn't say, does it? No, it doesn't quite go into it. Um, Amanda Tripp says, overall, this park seems extremely disorganized. Hard to find the ride entrances for a lot of rides. The park smelled so bad of vomit all over. Gross. We were sent all over the park. Wasn't you, Amanda? Yeah. Like everywhere I go, I can just smell vomit. I don't know. You got sickled down, you Amanda. <laughs> You're a state, Amanda. Absolute state. Fight I mean, that happened up. to me a few weeks ago. Actually, I was like, I, I was like, oh, what's that smell? It stinks. I'm like, baby sick. I'm like, I'm like looking like, is it on the, like the floor? And then I was like, no, it's literally just sat on my shoulder. <laughs> I was like, everywhere I was going, like I was like, what? Oh, what is that? It was like on the back of my shoulder, so I couldn't see it until I looked around. I was like, oh. (laughs) 
Clean yourself up, man. <laughs> you're in a man of your state. Go around six fires going, oh, stings of babysit. Yeah. We were sent all over the park trying to find where dining passes could be purchased due to incorrect information on the app and lack of knowledge by employees. Most employees I asked questions to couldn't even seem to comprehend that I was even asking them a question. Overall, lousy experience. We will not be back and will continue using our diamond passes at Fiesta Texas. Which is another six flags part. Oh is it? Okay. I was I was yeah. I was um I was just looking it up. Fiesta Fiesta Texas. Interestingly, when I search for Fiesta Texas, the first thing first thing comes up is a pawn shop. So a... P A W N, oh, okay, not yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Family show, Dan. Keep it in your pants. <laughs> oh, okay, so that uh, Six Flags Fiesta Texas is in um, San Antonio. Ah, uh, okay. Um, which is where is that? Oh, okay, okay. South west of Dallas. Right. See, we're learning all about Texas tonight. We are. This is very educational. For us. Everyone else is just like, well, of course it is. Yeah. You morons. Uh let's read one more from I mean the names have been top notch today. Kitten. I really hope that's her real name. Yeah, me too. I mean you were just talking about pawn shops. <laughs> they did not tell my husband about the parking beforehand or at least did not make it clear to him so they definitely did tell him then um tell him what though tell him what? He was, yeah sure sure whatever i can deal with that but it was 40 dollars for four of us i mean presumably it's 40 dollars for the car not for yeah four, they didn't charge you per person to park i would ass- i assume not that'd be like a very strange policy if they do did they each take a car yeah. Sir, get back in your vehicle. <laughs> I mean, that would be quite a funny policy, wouldn't it? It'd be like they charge $10 per person, not per car. So it costs well, the same for four cars with each with one person as it would for one car with four people. Maybe it makes sense in Texas with their 18 wheelers and they've got like 60 people in the back, you know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, that was almost a ticket. Then the ride lines were all long, uh, over an hour plus each. My husband is six foot three, and he was kicked off the roller coaster for not not for weight restrictions, but because of the height restrictions. I, I'm assuming he wasn't allowed to board. He wasn't kicked off midway round. Yeah, I he would assume so. Yeah, or oh, his head got like you know cut off. Yeah, he's, he's not six three anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's dropped a couple. <laughs> so disappointing. Why can't they make it more accessible for bigger? Brackets, taller people. Yeah, I, I like how she did have to sort of say, not for the weight. Not for it's the not weight. fat. It's not fat. Yeah. He, he's bigger. No, I mean taller. Yeah. I mean, why did she just put taller? <laughs> yeah, because she she wrote taller anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like six foot three is not that, like, much taller. Like no. that's not, it's not like ridiculously tall, six foot three. I mean, um, significantly taller than both of us. Yeah, I mean, I, I. But all I'm saying is, like, you know, it's not like it's not like somebody's like seven foot or something. No, 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 exactly. Yeah, you. Um, but at the same time, it's kind of like, well, that is the safety restriction on the ride, so it is what it is. It Again, is what it is yeah. 
Check it before you go. Yeah, yeah. Check it before you go. Um, so that was our little visit to Six Flags over Texas. Do let us know if you've enjoyed today's episode. We're happy to do more Six Flags. We're happy to do random parks from around the world. Just let us know. And uh, we'll read out the, the nutcases from all over the world, not just um, Paris and Florida and California, to be fair. Um, so if you've liked today's episode, please do leave us a review. And if it's good, we'll we'll read it and sit down and have a nice tea and enjoy it. And if it's bad, we'll have a bottle of wine and cry into our sad, sad, lonely lives that we need. Wow, that went dark. Thanks very much for listening. And we will see you again next week. Ah, there you are. And just in time. There's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota. And they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>